My name is Matt Brown. Which champion will Cody Rose choose? Oh, I think it's pretty clear. He wants to finish the story. It looks like against the undisputed champion. And let's start the show. What's going on, everybody? The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Tuesday, January 30th, 2023. We are about to discuss what's going on in the world of wrestling because Royal Rumble 2024 has come and gone and the event was fine. It was fine. And, you know, we'll get more into that and we'll actually discuss what our consensus with the whole event is. But spoiler, I only thought it was mid, but me and Ryan will go into detail with it. But before we get into that, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast, X and Twitter at ProdCobblePod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations and Facebook at Productive Conversations. So I want to thank Magic Mind for sponsoring this show today. And there's only... Two days left to get our exclusive deal, 75% off your first subscription to Magic Mind by going to magicmind.com slash Jan Productive Conversation and use promo code Productive20. That's magicmind.com slash Jan Productive Conversation and use promo code Productive20. And And you can find the link and promo code in our description here on podcasting platforms and YouTube. So I just want to thank Magic Mind for that. And you will hear more about how much I love this great product that gives me so much more energy and concentration. But yes, I did concentrate while watching the Royal Rumble this past weekend. And again, I thought it was just fine. It was just fine. And me and Ryan are about to discuss with you why we thought it was just an okay event. But regardless, the road to WrestleMania has begun. And we are going to rock and roll with it. And there's going to be some good times ahead. And we're really excited for what's about to be discussed in Royal Rumble. In all of in what's about to be discussed at regarding the Royal Rumble. And we know the dark cloud with the Vince McMahon's lawsuit that probably dampened the event in one way or another. But regardless, even if you didn't like it, we're glad it happened, right? So why don't we get into it? Me and Ryan Page talking all things Royal Rumble, and why don't we start it right now? So here we go, Ryan, you and me talking about the Royal Rumble, and let us react to the men's and women's Royal Rumble match, the Fatal 4-Way, and Logan and Kevin Owens. Let's do it. Here we go. This is a very productive conversation. Royal Rumble has come and gone, and we got an event that was... Fine. It was fine. Royal Rumble 2024 is about to be discussed with me and Ryan Page. Let's get into what happened. Ryan, what's up? Not much, Hat Matt. How are you doing? 
Not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, very well, actually. Yeah. So Royal Rumble, as I mentioned, Royal Rumble was this Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. We had the four card event. And before talking about the event as a whole, we'll obviously go through each four of the maths in depth. But what did yeah. you think of the actual event as a whole? I thought, as you said, it was it was good. I, I like this year's Royal Rumble. Um, I think that it was there was a lot of low energy around this event. The the folks in the arena didn't sound particularly loud. Now I'm sure like I've been to live events and we always in our heads think we sound awesome. Uh, we and we don't always, so I'm sure they <laughs> thought they did. So no, no insult. I'm sure everyone in the room was having a great time, but like it was, it didn't come across on TV, which definitely hurts a Royal Rumble match, right? Um, also, we gotta at least mention the elephant in the room, um, the accusations uh, against Vince McMahon, um, the allegations in that lawsuit. It affected the physical booking of the match, but it also, you know. It affected sponsorships. So there was this dark cloud over this event that I think really, really hurt this event uh, just from like an enthusiasm standpoint. But uh, it was still the number one most watched uh, uh, PLE outside of a WrestleMania that the company's ever had. Still did awesome at the gate. So obviously it didn't hurt them financially too much, but you could just tell that the vibe had shifted to a weird spot by Saturday. And I think that's why a good Royal Rumble, I think it was good, felt somehow like just okay. And it felt fine, even though I think it was actually good in terms of like what we saw and what we got. And I think a lot of it had to do with those vibes. Uh, There's other stuff, I'm sure, but those vibes, I think, really threw it off. Well, yeah, it wasn't horrendous, but I wish we were looking for more, whether that's our fault for having too much expectations for this event that's fun every year to watch. But mm-hmm. felt the women's match was was the best part, was the best match of the night. They had a four-ways underwhelming. Logan Paul and KO was a thing. And then the men's rumble was very underwhelming. And, yeah, that's what we get. A nice, okay event that was better than... Watching some boring movie, I guess. So I think it was that, better than that personally, but yeah, it yeah, wasn't we, as good as people wanted it to be. Yeah, we can go into that and explain why. So why don't we first talk about the actual championship match, your fatal four way? Mm. Roman Reigns successfully defended the undisputed WWE Universal Championship by defeating AJ Styles. L.A. Knight and Randy Orton having AJ Styles take the pinfall. Great stuff from Roman. A lot of fun. And um, again, for a star-studded match with uh, four people who are no doubts, I'll go say iconic in their own ways. All in their peak per se. At all in shape and all should have a good match. It was with the exception of a couple of cool spots, the Superman punch turn, turn into RKO, LA Knight doing his thing, AJ Styles jumping all over the place. The match was still what we've seen, a solo interference and a Roman win. <laughs> like somebody said on Twitter, 
why wear why wear the <laughs> hoodie solo? It's true. We know it's you, so <laughs> I guess we'll continue it's... this on till whenever this this stuff yeah, ends. Yeah, I agree. It's true. What is the what is the hoodie about? And also, this is a no <laughs> DQ match. Like there was no stipulation that Solo yeah. was banned from ringside. I almost would have liked it better if Solo came out with Roman and just stood there the whole time. Might as and well then got involved because then at least it would have been different because we've seen. The hoodie thing since Solo debuted with that hoodie, he you know, like that was how he debuted, and he's done it every match since then. Well, and what did we get out of it? A solid, okay match. Like I guess yeah. with a couple cool spots here and there, but this is just what Roman's entire reign has been since what? Since three and a half years. Yeah, after the Money in the Bank, or after SummerSlam, let's say yeah. after SummerSlam twenty two, yeah, twenty two. That was the it's been just one, boring, right? with the exception like Sami Zayn was fun. Obviously, uh, well, yeah, I guess was, uh, after WrestleMania with Cody, it's just been coasting through getting mm-hmm. these. He's just been coasting through getting these, um, um marking off these accomplishments and who does he pass today? And yeah, like one, I mentioned one of his quotes that he said, I'm going to be champion forever. And matches like this make you feel that's going to be the case. Yeah. I think to like, to your point for the amount of star power in this match, it it was (laughs) weird that this was the worst match on the card. And I think what's crazy is, I mean, you're a huge LA night guy, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, I think that it probably hurts for you to say, but I think you would agree with me. This is the most boring match on the card. Um, yeah. And that's including the men's rumble. Cause I mean, it's hard, it's hard for a Royal rumble to be the most boring match on the card. Um, yeah. You could argue though, that the men's is the second most boring. We'll get into it then. But for this match, the watching it, the thing that I thought the most, I think one change could have fixed two matches and that's take LA Knight out of this match and put him in the Royal rumble. Because he didn't really add to this match. Like, LA Knight is mm-hmm. not AJ Styles. Like, AJ Styles could have a good match with me. If they said, Ryan, you're getting in there, you're going to main event Royal Rumble in a title match. Don't worry. AJ Styles is in the ring with you. <laughs> I would feel okay because he could have a good match. Like, he's just, he's the best maybe ever. And then obviously Roman is Roman and Randy Orton, you know, he's got his thing, right? He hits those RKOs. Those are always good for a fun little pop. And everyone's really into him. LA Knight added, I mean, added, you know, the yeah chance, like people like him, but he didn't add anything to the match. And he would have added a ton to the Royal Rumble. Like the fans cheering. I think people could have convinced themselves he might win it if he came in at the end. Right. So I really do think that that was a big miss to have him in that match, but we didn't get him in that match. And yeah, it was just, it's hard to think uh, four people would be boring. Cause you'd think there'd always be something happening, but they still did the whole, like Roman still had time to start jaw jacking with the crowd. He still did his rest holds. You know, they still had all those like beats that Roman does. And that just meant everyone had to lay around. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, everyone had to lay around. Yeah, was... that shit sucks. No other ways about it. That's why exactly. we need a fri- a new take. That's why we hope that there's a big change at WrestleMania because what other story is there to tell if you're going to have your matches be like this? 
There is it. I mean, this. I said in the predictions that this is getting danger close to jumping the shark into being on too long, right? If you can put Hell, I AJ, felt that way after SummerSlam last year. I felt year. that way after WrestleMania last year. But if you can hmm. put but there was moments where I felt wrong, right? I liked tribal combat. Some people didn't, and it was confusing, but I did like it. The match itself, uh, the tag team match, solo and Roman versus the Usos. Like they had moments where I was like, okay, maybe I was wrong. But the fact that Roman Reigns couldn't have an interesting like match with those three people who are just so good and so popular is indicative that nothing is going to make a Roman Reigns match interesting now, except for a different ending, meaning mm-hmm. someone beats him. The only thing that's going to be interesting about Roman Reigns at this point going forward is him losing. There's nothing he can do in victory. That's interesting. Um, and so, yeah, we're just kind of making time. Until, and I have to say boring reigns now. Well, I, I would agree. I mean, I hate it because he's had three, you know, two or not even not quite three, but like two years, maybe a little more that were not boring, that were awesome and all the same. I mean, like, so to call it boring, like the whole thing boring, it just feels wrong because that's not true. Right. But this ending has been so boring. Well, We'll see. We we know where this all turned into, and we will get into that shortly. But why don't we now talk about the highlight of the night was the Women's Royal Rumble. This had some legit surprising entrance. entrance. This had some pretty cool spots. Though they already they we were doing the Iron Woman thing, we did that last year. I mean, it is what it is. But I think the the, the winner was somebody we can be happy won, mm-hmm. and some cool stare downs and cool moments. It was a pretty solid. I would give it a seven out of ten. And I'm not a fan of the Rhea Ripley title reign this time. Hopefully, it now ends. Hopefully, it'll end in um a in its one year reign. I don't but think it will, but we can get more of that. But yeah. what do you think about the women's Royal Rumble match? I thought it was good. And what's so weird to me is I, I watched that one back and there was some really sloppy moments in that match. Um like there was and not even like some of it I think was on purpose, but some of like like Nia Jax looked a little sloppy. Uh even at but even at the beginning uh, well, she always she she isn't a very yeah, good exactly. wrestler, but <laughs> fine, fair enough. But uh, but like Bailey and Naomi had a couple of those. There were some very sloppy spots in that match, and even with that, it was still like clearly the best match because mm-hmm. it was the one that like had the best story and had the most fan investment. The fans were the most invested in seeing that match, and not just seeing that match, but frankly, seeing. I mean, should I, can I just say who won or? Oh yeah, of course. Yes, yeah, seeing Bailey go the distance, and I know you're you're right. We did just do the Iron Woman, but I mean Bailey's. But this time it went from one three. to three. Yeah, but oh uh, my God. in fairness, though, Bailey's a heel at the moment, but she needs to be a face, no matter who she faces, no matter how they take the story. Bailey needs to be a good guy at WrestleMania. Uh, that's just how you know, because there's two heel champions. So having her have to earn it. You know what I mean? Having her need to work from the beginning through the end, I think, was important. You know, if she was already super over like Becky Lynch, if Becky Lynch showed up at 30 and won the whole thing, 
which she's done before, uh, then um, people wouldn't care that she didn't, you know, earn it. Like Cody last year, no one's like Cody didn't earn it. He came in last. Like people wanted Cody mm-hmm. to win. He's a good guy. We love Cody, and so thirty, perfect. But uh, if Bailey did that, it'd be like, wow, look at Bailey getting the the you know to skate to the to the championship match. So I think because they have to turn her face, they needed her to have to earn that uh earn it and she did um but i think i mean again great surprises like you said with naomi jordan grace from tna current tna champ uh knockouts champion which i thought was kind of fun uh they've done that before but last time it was someone who worked there so you know different and uh jade cargill which i think we probably have to talk about next because that was honestly probably the biggest thing coming out of that match even more so than Bailey winning it would be Jade Cargill making her official debut. Uh, Matt was right and I was wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jade made her official debut at this show. And she was great at it. Um, I think she could be no doubt one of the faces of the company. And she's very athletic, fun to watch. Um, her and Bianca stare down was probably my favorite moment of the whole night, to be honest with you. Mm. That was the best moment. Hopefully that's foreshadowing for a big match very soon. And it was pretty cool. It was just pretty cool. Like I said, we want Royal Rumble is a rare event that anybody can actually be interested in. Wrestling fan, casual, hardcore, Mm -hmm. hater. And that's (laughs) that's what they had. They had a solid, solid moments throughout with a solid winner. That's all we ask for sometimes. Don't have to be over the top with it, but the idea was accomplished. And I'll just say like, I watch the, I don't watch all of wrestling with, with my wife, but I do watch the big PLEs with, with Melissa. And so we were watching, she was like reading and on her phone, not paying total attention, just looks up every once in a while. And so when Jade comes out specifically, and Melissa doesn't have any knowledge of AEW. So this is not like, Oh, it's Jade. You know what I mean? Like this is all new. She saw her come out and Melissa said, who is that? Mm-hmm. I told her and she goes, she is awesome. She had not gotten in the ring yet. She was walking out of the ring. I said, what do you mean? And she just gave it a list of things, her hair, the I mean, obviously her physique, right? But the entrance, the whole thing. And then we, yeah. and then Melissa watched the match at that point. You know, Jade came out with 28. Um, and so like from that point on, Melissa watched the match. She went, so she saw her pick up Nia Jax, which was awesome, right? And she watched this whole thing. And again, I said on the prediction show that I didn't think Jay would re- be ready for WrestleMania. Uh, I don't know that that's tr- not true still. Uh, you know, she oh, was in I there think for, there's a, I think there's a good hint that she will be in a I think very so good too. place and, for WrestleMania. Yeah, and honestly. You know what? Like I was basing it off of old information, having seen her wrestle in the other company, and maybe she's not going to have the best match on the card, but that presentation and like that aura and the way she was held herself in that match, that was one hundred percent WrestleMania ready. Like I don't Amen. know who her opponent's going to be. Maybe Bianca. Maybe they'll be together in like a tag team to kind of hide any any lingering weaknesses if there are any, but. Whatever it is, she's going to be on that card and she's going to feel like one of the top stars, which is great because unfortunately, WWE is running out of top stars to WrestleMania. Sadly. Mm-hmm. That's going to get fixed now, clearly, because it's short. Yeah. 
that's going to get fixed because Jade is here to stay and start a new star. Hopefully we get a Jade and Bianca match and yeah. everybody's going to go crazy. And then um, this might prove that wrestling will be okay, even if we see some of these stars going down like flies. Yeah. Recently, that's been the case with the what? We're, we're two down, ones mm-hmm. and maybe. And so, yeah, it's a. Uh, <clears throat> they're, they're definitely low on uh, people to sell the show in uh, Philadelphia, but Jade will do a lot to help that. Uh, I do think that she, she impressed me, certainly. And I think she impressed most everybody who watched uh, who wasn't familiar. All right. Now let's talk about the most disappointing, the mid, the whack the outright stupid at times, the very, very underwhelming men's Royal Rumble match. It okay. stunk. It was no. crap. It no, was it stupid. I liked Cody winning at the end, <laughs> but yeah, dude, no so surprises what? whatsoever. There was no big surprises. I no like insanely that. crazy spots. Um, no high stakes. It never felt high stakes at times. It felt predictable. And I was just sitting wherever I was and being bored by it. Boring. So, I mean, Bore, the boring rumble 2024. Boring rumble. Yeah. But at I least Cody has a, I will say, this is from zero to 10. This is a 2.5. It was a two until Cody's um, pointing at Roman to make it clear we're doing this again. That was enough for half a point to fix it. So I'll be honest with you. And I think people, I think a lot of people agree with me. So if, when you, when you guys hear mm-hmm. this, let us know in the comments, if you agree, but one, you, you mentioned no surprises and I'll admit that Andrade is not like, you know, Let's on the be level real. of only Charlotte and hardcore, hardcore people like him. He's just another wrestler. What? So I'm saying I, I do admit that he's not the same as like, you know, if Stone Cold came back or if RVD, RVD as was suggested by AJ in the uh, uh, British show. But can I be honest with you? Let's just let's just be real for a second. RVD wasn't going to win that the, the match. Well, no, but we still Stone want that. Stone Cold that wasn't going to come. Second. And if he did come, if Stone Cold did come out. Stone Cold came out number 30. Guess what he still wouldn't do? He still wouldn't win the match. So to me, I've always want I always prefer when they put NXT guys, younger talent in the rumble and not the too many legends, right? Could they have thrown one in instead of Pat McAfee? Maybe. And apparently Pat McAfee didn't even know. Yeah, no, but again, that was all because of the Brock stuff. That's that that was all a result of they needed someone who was physically in the building. Yes, Brock is named in the lawsuit. Well, not yes. named, but heavily implied to be yes. in the lawsuit for his involvement with Vince McMahon and his allegations. Correct. So a replacement was made. I guess it was reported Braun Breaker had right. more of a role in it. But Braun and Breaker, I will say he was cool in it. He was Braun one of the was awesome. Spot. He I hit, like did Braun. you hear how quick he hit? Up, he came off the ropes, like twenty five miles an hour. Oh, did they really measure that? They clocked that. it. That's, wow. I mean, I was like, that's slow for like a car, but for a dude yeah. running the ropes, that's yeah. fast. Yeah. Uh, so exactly. I hope, yeah, I hope he sticks around. I, like and I hope whatever, whatever they were going to do. span the boring day. Yeah. Whatever they were going to do with the other guy for WrestleMania, literally just do it with Braun. Uh, and mm-hmm. if that means he I becomes like IC champion at whatever 24 years old within, you know, 
two weeks or whatever it is, 70 days of debuting. I don't care. That'll be awesome for him. And he did so good. But uh, yeah, he was already in the match. So they still needed an extra person. That's the the rumor. And so Pat McAfee got tossed in uh, to just because they needed 30 people. Um, and so um, and he, and he did fine. It was funny. But yes, could you have replaced him or like, I don't know, Omas? with someone else oh almost is so boring man can't you wwe get this right if you're seven feet and over unless your name is kane you likely are boring boring and you do the same thing but uh right so again was there maybe one or two people that could have switched out for someone more interesting even from the roster sure but by and large I, I didn't mind that there were no legends because the legends aren't going to win so there's no point in having them um in terms of the predictability I watched what we said back and most of us didn't predict this happening. Most of us predicted CM Punk or Gunther. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) So the the idea that this was predictable, I think it wasn't. Frankly, I thought for sure CM Punk was going to win this match. Um, We all thought The Rock was going to be there. We all thought The Rock was having a WrestleMania match. He's clearly not having. Like, you know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. and we can maybe talk about The Rock at the end. But like, so the predictability to me, in like hindsight, it's predictable because of course it is. Cody reads to finish his story and he's going to win the Royal Rumble to challenge Roman Reigns. Makes total sense. Super predictable, easy story. Except for the fact that not a single person I know predicted it would happen. <laughs> Everyone thought, oh, this is going to be CM Punk. Or, oh, this is going to be Gunther. Or, oh, maybe LA Knight, you know, before he wasn't in the match, right? Like there was a million people that we all thought was going to win this match and none of them were Cody Rhodes. So that predictability to me, I don't actually buy that. By the end, it was predictable because CM Punk turned heel mid-match like to you know with the pedigree and all that stuff so it became predictable by the end in like the last 15 minutes but it wasn't at first but i will say i agree with you the whole first half of that match till like till cody came out at 15 mm-hmm. there was no one in that part like there's no one in there that felt like they were going to win um like drew should have come out there instead that's again that's where la knight could have been helpful um if they had, you know moved again moved drew to the beginning moved cody like 13 or 12 uh, and have LA Knight come in at like 30 or 28 or whatever. So so now you're like, Oh wow. What if they're going to do a SmackDown person to challenge or whatever? Like, you know what I mean? So I do agree with that one criticism. I agree with the first half of this match was just people, you know, being there because the the beginning was underwhelming. I would agree. Beginning was underwhelming. Yes. Whack. Disappointing. At the end, I learned a lesson. <laughs> I, reckon, I know I'll give this Royal Rumble a pass with the dark cloud over its head with the Vince yeah. allegations. I will, I will give that, but I won't be as mean. But yeah, I just wish it was cooler, simple as that. Well, like last year was much I've, better. Yeah, I criticized the Logan Paul. A lot, but what he did adding that spot with Ricochet, we just want to see stuff like that or people doing the flippity flips or, you know, all these finishing moves. It was just, you know, well, you had Braun every year. He was kind of, I mean, they weren't flips, but like, you know, he hit that spear on Ivar and stuff. Like, Braun had some pretty cool spots. They were different. We're used yeah. to, again, like the Ricochet Paul, we're used to like Kofi stopping himself from falling. And we didn't get that, but we had Braun, uh, Braun Breaker tossing people around, which we don't typically see mm-hmm. in a Rumble match. Um, 
our truth was the MVP of both rumbles somehow. Yeah. Not, but he was very funny in both. Um, I love our truth. I just yeah. wish he said people over there were up in front of a crowd of 50,000. That would have been dope. <laughs> That's the only thing I wish he did. You know, he will though at a, probably at WrestleMania when oh, he yeah. gets his judgment day match. So that's pretty cool. That'll turn to 50,000 from there. So let's yeah. get it. Or 60,000 for the link. Good stuff there. But regardless, Cody is the winner. Yep. It is fair to say we really didn't. It was, it wasn't predictable, but yet the writing was all on the wall the whole time. But at the same time, the way no real indications of it, happening reckon we i guess we predicted this back last april but regardless we're happy and i will say again it got half a point from pointing at roman right away and making it obvious so i don't know why they're making it on raw (laughs) he's going to have a conflict well on raw so obviously raw is happening while we record but um on raw it was just seth rollins basically begging cody to pick him (laughs) <laughs> he was the real cha- he's the real champion he's the fighting champion he's the most important belt so it's it's very strange but it kind of fits with Seth's character right yeah and you Seth know there's, there's from the beginning filler. he's going to make this 69 days to yeah. the actual event so, right. so it gives a, a little bit of a oh what's going to happen sort of thing but uh, yes obviously he point first thing he did he didn't even point at the sign pointed at Roman yeah um, <clears throat> which I really liked <laughs> Excuse me. He did eventually point at the sign, but yeah, it, it was the, he, the the last shot wasn't Cody Rhodes saying I'm going to WrestleMania. The last shot was Cody Rhodes saying I'm taking that title, and Roman Reigns up in the box holding that title up in the air saying No, you're not. And so that was a really cool ending shot, which I think that alone yeah makes this a unique Rumble. Um, but uh, yeah, I I do agree. The beginning was boring. Um, I do think we should probably just get this out of the way now. Actually, The Rock's not coming back. I think uh, thoughts, well, man. I I actually want to do that a little after. Or oh, you want to wait? Okay, we can wait. I just want to wait a little after. Just want to make some final thoughts there. Sure. But um, we could do that after the ad read. But um, yeah, I just think that 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 moment, as you mentioned, was was what was was something was something was something different. It's something special. We'll take it what it is, and regardless. It wasn't a total, it wasn't horrendous. It wasn't God awful, but it was mm-hmm. just okay. So, um, hopefully next year they can, we won't have a dark cloud over the event. Hopefully next year, um, we'll be in better circumstances, but no need to rush there because it's still the beginning of WrestleMania season and anything can happen. Yes. And I think it'll be really good. Any final thoughts on either men's or women's rumble? Uh, no, like I said, women's was better. I think I'm a little higher on the men's than you are, but mm-hmm. definitely was the weaker of the two. And it definitely, it definitely suffered from, you know, partly the vent, the Vince stuff, partly it's just some weird uh, decisions at the beginning, you know, stuff like that. Exactly. But Good times are ahead, and that will complete the men's and women's Royal Rumble. But I will say, the Royal Rumble is was a great time, is a great time of the year. It was a great time regardless. Even if we felt some type of way with the actual event, it was still cool to see 60 men and women all compete for a chance to headline WrestleMania. And they got there by staying focused, working hard, and... They did what they had to do for this big accomplishment of their careers in the Royal Rumble. 
So these men and women did so much and they do this by staying focused and working hard in their lives. And that's like me always finding a way to stay focused to create my biggest accomplishments. The superstars were hyper-focused during the match, and even if the final result was, you know, it was what it was, regardless, they still got there. And we could still appreciate the men and women who fight and compete and perform for us. And they do this by, and they were hyper-focused and they complete their goals, and they seem to figure it out and get amongst their life and do good things. And that's like me and anyone else trying to improve their life and focus and having something to figure out. So they and figuring something out to make sure you live your best life. And I got something for you that can help you figure, figure out what you need to get that extra little boost in your life. And that is from our new friends at Magic Mind. The people at Magic Mind have this great product to help you Get that boost to figure things out for your life. And ever since I started taking my magic mind as a way to improve my energy and improve my focus in a busy life, I wound up finding the solution I needed with this great product. I started taking magic mind during my morning routine. And ever since then, it's made a big impact on my concentration and my energy. So the way it works, I go to the gym every morning. I wake up, get my stretches in. I then take my shot of Magic Mind and then I go to the gym, do my workout. From there, I eat my breakfast, I shower, and then I do, and then I go about my day, go to work and do all those great things. And I have a little pep in my step because of Magic Mind. And I will say, it genuinely tastes good too. The Dolotropics help me get a lot done throughout my day by after taking the shots. And it's allowing me to be less stressful. It's a, Sorry, it allowed me to be less stressed. It doesn't have caffeine, so you don't need to feel bad about drinking your morning coffee. And instead of drinking coffee, drinking your pre-workout, take Magic Mind. And it really works. And why does it work? It's because of these special ingredients that are used to reduce fatigue and anxiety and increases your body's resistance to stress and improves physical and mental endurance as well as help your mental clarity. And ever since I've started taking it, I'm able to jump out of bed and feel good about myself. I really, really appreciate the nice energy and concentration Magic Mind gives me. And I would recommend it because it helps me physically by getting my body ready for the day, helps me mentally by giving the clarity I need to go about my business, and it simply just gets me excited with a nice attitude, and I'm ready to go with it. So we appreciate what Magic Mind can provide for us. And why don't you take them up on this offer and get an extra boost in your life and get fully focused like I did and check out the Magic Mind website and get this incredible product to improve your life. And I promise you, you won't regret it. And the Magic Mind team was gracious enough to give us a special offer to our fans and listeners, and here's what you can get with it. And here's the special offer they are gracious enough to give us. You get up to 55% off your first subscription in the month of January and 20% off your first time purchase by using discount code PRODUCTIVE20. And you use this by going to magicmind.com slash janproductiveconversations. That's magicmind.com slash jan, J-A-N, Productive Conversations, and use the discount code PRODUCTIVE20. And we do have the link in the description below on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. 
And by going to the website and writing the code, you get 75% off your first order. And it's only lasts for the rest of the month of January. So we only have a few more days to do it. So be mm-hmm. sure to get the code. Be sure to go online, go to Jam Productive Conversation, go to matchingmind.com slash Jam Productive Conversation. Use the promo code Productive20, and you'll be on your way to having the product that will improve your life immensely. Thank you to Magic Mind for producing this and for this amazing opportunity. And like I said, big fan of the product. And I promise if you start taking it to add some concentration and energy in your daily life, use Magic Mind to fulfill that. So thank you to our friends at Magic Mind for making this possible. So moving forward, Ryan, you talked about The Rock, right? Why don't you continue with that? Yeah, well, I, I said it in the predictions. Uh, I, I think this is true. I know there are reports that um, sometime in 2024, The Rock will have a match against Roman Reigns. But um, I don't be- I don't believe that. Uh, th- I, this is not me reporting any news. Not, I don't have a source saying, nah, it's not happening. My sources, I've seen this play before. <laughs> um, that's my source. Um there's no better time in 2024 for The Rock than WrestleMania. Um, look, we've lost CM Punk's out for sure. Brock Lesnar is out for sure. Mm-hmm. That's two big stars. Seth Rollins is maintaining that he will defend his title at WrestleMania. I will believe that when I see it. Um, truth, truly, I don't think he will. I think at best case scenario, he pretends he will, gets jumped by Damian Priest before the match and gets pinned. And then the match is Damian Priest versus whoever is challenging him for the title. I, I genuinely do believe that he's not going to be cleared to do a real match at WrestleMania. If the injury he said he has is the injury that he has. Um, yeah. So you're down three people. If you don't pull the, pull up with The Rock now, if, if The Rock can't find a spot on your on your card right now when you've lost three of your biggest stars, then I don't really know when when is the time. Like, now is the time for The Rock. Um, some people are saying they're seeing if they can get more money out of Saudi Arabia by doing the <laughs> first Rock match there. Oh. I don't know. I don't necessarily care what The Rock's plans outside of the wrestling industry are. But I know he has them because he said he has them. Some of those include things that working in Saudi Arabia will hurt. He's got some potential future plans that he's openly talked about that doing the Saudi show will not be conducive to achieving. So if that happens, right, if if he does have a, a career in public service after all this is done in his mind, He's not wrestling for Saudi Arabia. I don't care how much money they're going to pay. So it's not fair. I mean, you wait till Berlin. That's a main match, a major match. The, you know, the city of Berlin is paying for that match. But so are the, the folks in Perth, Australia. So why, you know, and they've got nobody because they definitely don't have Seth. Uh, and they don't have Roman either. So mm-hmm. th- it makes no sense that The Rock wouldn't be on one of these next two shows. So he, he clearly isn't coming back, right? Like, what are they waiting for, if not Australia or WrestleMania? What what could well, they possibly be waiting for? 
I guess the writing's on the wall there. Clearly, The Rock is the busiest man in the world. And yeah, at this point, it really is. I'll believe it when I see it. If he's going to hype up a big match, show up more, or at least establish that, hey, this is going to happen at this time. Right. It's but just... my favorite rumor of them all or fantasy booking to make, to justify, you know, we're going to have the rematch we want anyways. Well, I think it's fair to say majority of people want to see Roman and Cody too. Yeah. And with that, you have to figure out a way to not repeat the same ending as you did last time. Mm-hmm. And on a poetic justice standpoint, if whoever's left in the bloodline is going to interfere in that Cody and Roman match. And then the rock does make his return interferes, literally does what he did in the Miz mat, the Miz and Cena match and costs Mm -hmm. Roman on what they want to establish as the most sacred reign of all time, despite him getting cheap victories. Mm -hmm. But if he gets the bad karma for him and he screwed out of a title, well, it would make sense I want to go after my own family for preventing me to have the longest reign of all time. And I'll let you, I, I understand you have a concern with that. So I'll let you say that, which is. Yeah. The biggest concern is that makes Cody the, like it did with the Miz, the least important person in the biggest match of his career. If you set mm-hmm. up rock Roman at the end of Roman Cody two, then the only thing people won't be talking about is Cody Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll be honest, finish the story. I mean, it's a nice marketing thing. They've been doing it for the, you know, it's part of the 2K24 game. Like mm-hmm. they, they've really leaned in to finish the story as they did last year, in fairness, before they decidedly didn't finish the story. So I don't know if they care that much about ruining finish the story. But if you, at least last year, I'll say this for last year. While the story wasn't over, the cliffhanger was a big one because no one saw it coming, right? We all predict. I, th- I I believe every single one of us on the prediction show last year predicted Cody winning. Like it was a lock. We were all certain of it. So this year, you know, if they don't finish the story, that's one thing. But if they finish the story but just bury it, they're like, okay, story's over. Moving on. That's so much worse than not finishing the story. That is so much worse than ignoring Cody. Uh, ignoring Cody Rhodes is so much worse than delaying his win. So I really hope they don't do that. If they do something at the beginning of the match, right? Like if Solo comes down, makes makes his own entrance, and then The Rock shows up for that, it stops Solo and takes him out. You know, and the Usos are probably fighting, and so that they'll already be out because they'll be on night one or whatever. If they can do something like that, then I'm totally for The Rock being equalizer. But if The Rock hits Roman Reigns at all, mm-hmm. then in my opinion, it makes the entire thing about The Rock and, you know, Roman Reigns. And Cody Rhodes becomes the least important uh, important person in his own story that he's supposed to be finishing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And well... I guess we'll have to. We won't know for the another sixty nine days what's going to happen and what build are they going to have with Roman? You know, taking a sweet time showing up, uh, showing up whenever he feels like it. Now the joke that joke is getting old because all wrestlers are referencing that. Mm-hmm. 
So all I can really say that that's a good idea, but we'll just have to wait until April to see what actually unfolds. And it's easier to talk about this the week of the big main event. Right. We'll hear more from The Rock by then. We'll hear more from mm -hmm. Roman by then. We'll we'll hear more by then. But I just I really like I said, I really do think there is no better time than right now. So if, if right now can't convince him to come back, then we might have to just consider that he's just not that interested in in ring return. He, he's moved on. He's got other interests. So, Ryan, do you want to say he's an he's an implied liar talking about head of the table? Well, I told you, and you didn't agree with me, but I told you from the beginning he had that his reference to head of the table was not a direct reference to a match with Roman Reigns. It was a cheeky reference to the fact he was about to join the board of directors because he knew people would take it to mean I'm going to fight Roman Reigns. It was on purpose. It was, it was a troll job, 100. percent I've thought but that from the beginning. I said I also said this. How much involvement does The Rock really have? Besides, it, it's to me, it seems like it's like naming a rich person the executive producer of a movie. We'll just give this to you just because when he has his ten million I mean, other the things, last like board like will movies. he actually go every week to where 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 the TKO in Manhattan or wherever? He's going to go sure. every week. He's so going I'm to sure make the get- suggestions. He will go to a lot of events. You know. Even not, just yeah, as they, they're not going to have board meetings every week. He's going to go to the board meetings when I have them. But uh, no, he's going to vote on important board things as as you do when you're on a board. And he's going to have his people read the minutes from the non important stuff, so he knows what's happening for when he goes to the important meetings. Uh, but that's what they all do. I think honestly, though, the part of him being there is because the TKO team wants to build some wrestling infrastructure that has nothing to do with the McMahon family. And so I think that he may be asked to do again, certainly he's going to do more public stuff for WWE things. He's going to be publicly around when WWE has big things like the Netflix deal, which he was a huge part in advertising. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's going to become a bit of a de facto spokesperson for that, for the WWE brand. 100%. Um, I think he could end up, actually being tasked with some operations stuff, not in like actually running the company, but like being the board's voice on that product, because it's a weird product to, to, to try and, you know, if you're, uh, if you're the, you know, CEO and chairman of TKO and you have to work with this product that you don't really have a ton of experience with. And it's not like UFC, UFC is pretty simple. You look at everybody's stats and you say, this person's on this person, this person's on this person. These two have the best stats. They're going to do the match. You know what I mean? They're going to fight for the title, whatever weight class they're in. UFC is kind of simple math. You know, the third yeah. best and the fourth best fight, right? WWE is not that way. So having someone who gets it, more than one person who gets it on their board is not a bad deal. And so I, I do think they're going to rely on him more significantly than they would just rich dude you know what i mean like yeah i'm sure there's a lot of board members who are just have a lot of money and that's why they're there i think he might Mm -hmm. genuinely they they might want some somebody with some wrestling background to help promote their brand and to understand their brand in a way that they can't do otherwise i think you've hit the nail on the head and again even if you could get a lot of money just from speculating a possible match or not i guess i'll keep doing it but mm-hmm. let's just focus on what we can control as a fan and we can control how we feel about the likelihood of Roman and Cody 
And all I ask is, can we please make the build as relevant as possible? Not like, you know, showing up when you want, make it obvious. Like seeing in Austin Theory, he literally only did one show before their match. And that match was horrible. Exactly. We don't want that again. That's all I ask. If Roman's really going to have this schedule and he's not going to retire soon, then you got to well, do something to to to, to 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 at least go out on top. Can you at least work hard for the, at least the WrestleMania season and then disappear? So I, I really think, and I don't know. I, I think not everyone. I don't know if everyone agrees with this. Mm-hmm. I think when Roman loses in April. Presumably, I, I hate saying that because I was so sure last time and it didn't happen. Yeah, uh, the bad guy won last time. But when when Roman loses in April, I don't think it would be out of the question that the next time we see Roman Reigns at all is Royal Rumble the following year. I mean, yeah, fine. If you want to have, you know. Because an about, Undertaker schedule for the rest of your career. What? Just think about the story. Which is, How weird so he, would it be? He's thirty-eight. So if he if he wants to spend the next shit, uh, if he wants to do this for, for the next years? twelve tw- ten years, show up, but just for May season, fine. Because like, I don't think he'll do that forever. Yeah. But I do think that this story. I mean, if this was a book, right? If we were writing this story and it wasn't about pro wrestling, the story would have to end with Roman Reigns. You know, <laughs> they have to get rid of him. He'd have to they'd have to vanquish Roman police. Reigns. You know what I mean? They'd have to vanquish Roman Reigns entirely. You know what I mean? Like wrestling can almost not do justice. I mean, we compare it to a mob movie all the time. Right. But mob movies don't end with, you know, the mobster losing, losing their uh, their bank account and being owed drat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So if this was a movie. The build has been leading to the end of Roman Reigns, like the actual demise, not the end of his championship, the end of Roman Reigns. And so I think that he has to go away for, frankly, a year. I think he has to be gone from WrestleMania till, you know, WrestleMania time the next year. And him, by the way, winning the Royal Rumble next year and his first match back would be awesome. People yeah. be like, oh, my God, Roman is back. He just won the Royal Rumble. I, I mean, I can't believe I'm saying that. Because imagine how many times was Roman the runner-up in the Royal Rumble or the winner of the Royal Rumble, whatever. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? The idea that him winning would probably be the most exciting thing that could happen if he's gone for a year. And then all of a sudden, you know, Cody be on notice. Maybe CM Punk would be on notice or Seth or The Rock. If The Rock comes back at that point, there would be so many ways to take that. So I truly, truly do think that he does actually have to go away for a long time, which is, again, even more of the reason I don't think that this rock rumor is real because Roman, it'd be foolish for Roman to show up the next night on Raw and be like, I want the rock at next year's WrestleMania. But no, Roman should be dejected and defeated and gone because <laughs> he just lost the thing that mattered to him most. So I don't know. Uh, but I do think that it's, it's so, you know, I think I actually disagree. And I do think that Roman does need to go away for a long time after WrestleMania. So do I. So, yeah, whatever, man. What evs. <laughs> so, why don't we now put a cap on this and talk about Logan Paul and Kevin Owens, right? Logan Paul, Kevin Owens, blah, blah, blah. We got an oh, okay match. We got a good funny. Match. 
No, only okay. I wanted no, to see that. other cool stuff, but um, I didn't think it was that good. I liked the ending, though. It didn't make me laugh. But um, what do you think about Logan's cheap disqualification loss? Well, uh, I, like I said, I knew you were going to do something to like save Logan and Kevin Owens for the next show, right? Like they have to fight in Australia, but I thought this match was really good. I think is I mean it was the second best match on the card for sure. Um mm-hmm. but Logan Paul was phenomenal, really. I mean there's no better way to say it. I'm sorry, but it's true. <laughs> and I mean to the point where I mean we've predicted that it's LA Knight and Logan Paul at WrestleMania. And Knight will win that match. If it is, if that's the match we get, it, that'll be what happens. And if it's not the match, whoever it is will beat Logan Paul for at WrestleMania. But I think there's a solid chance that Logan Paul will be the most talented person in the ring, whoever he faces off with at WrestleMania. He, you know, oh my, WWE's like the Brooklyn Nets when they paid players to sit in Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, letting him do what he wants. What's wrong with just performing? Logan Paul, you can't show up at least once a month. At least Roman shows up once a month. This guy shows up once every two months. I mean, he'll be around more now, I think. I think that's safe to say. He's he going to, he's think. on more of that like edge schedule where he's gone for a long stretch and he's, Around see every Monday or I guess every Friday. What you see, I'm not a fan of the show up when you want. Well, schedule. I think yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying. That's, but... that's where where I actually agree with Seth, and he makes a valid point that he shows up every dang week. Well, that's what makes Seth interesting. That's what Seth's whole character is. He's a reaction to these people like Logan and like Roman. Yeah. But I think the the fact is, and this is not new, by the way. I mean, think. Cast our minds back to the Lesnar t- championship reigns. He wasn't around all the time. And you know what? Wrestling was at a, a, a an extreme low point. It was. That point. But it's not at a low point now. And I think the difference is because the people who are doing this, well, one, there's a balance. So, yes, Seth Rollins, yes, Roman Reigns and, Kev- uh, and uh, Logan Paul are not always around. But Seth and Gunther are. So you never don't have your a world champion. You never don't have that mid card, you know, workhorse title. You do. You always have them because there's two of them, which is why the brand split works. But also, they're bigger stars. I mean, Logan Paul. For all of the complaints people have with him, the only complaint you can't make is that he's not an A lister. He's an A list celebrity. Logan Paul is. A big celebrity that people take notice of, right? I say B list. She's not elite. You're Leo, Leo Robert Pattison, Chalmay. That's A list. Sure, Logan, fair enough, No, but, no, he's a high C list. Eh, but, but, but regardless, he's, he's certainly A-list, a bigger though. celebrity between C than we and B. See. Yes, that's true. I mean, Bad Bunny is the only bigger celebrity than Logan Paul in wrestling, right. and you at least, I mean? like, at least. When he shows up, it's freaking cool. Well, that's because of how big a celebrity he is. Yeah, and he does some pretty cool spots. But he, I will say that my different for somebody who is a seven-time Grammy Award winner. Yeah, well, my yeah, I think <laughs> we're grading on a big curve with Bad Bunny, and we should be because Bad Bunny is a musical artist 
mm-hmm. who's doing wrestling and it's awesome, right? Logan Paul, if he was doing what Bad Bunny was doing, right? If he was on that level, he would be an absolute failure because Logan Paul is not Bad Bunny. He's not as famous as Bad Bunny. But Logan Paul is not doing what Bad Bunny is doing. Logan Paul is pro- is professional is doing professional wrestling. He's doing real matches with really talented people, and he's acting. He's performing like they're equal in every single one. At no point in time was I like, "Oh, Logan Paul looks completely out of his element against Kevin Owens." And I think anyone who watched that match, whether they thought the match was good or not, would agree with that. Mm-hmm. That at no point in time were you like, "Kevin Owens is carrying Logan Paul through this match." Logan Paul right. gave every bit. That he needed to give. He sold everything he needed to sell. He he did awesome. And you know who else did awesome, by the way? What's who? this? Jeff in the white t-shirt. <laughs> he's become like Logan's like valet oh, yeah. a little bit, you know, with the brass knucks. And he's getting good at that too. You know, he's that sly, he, you know what I mean? Like you know, talking to the referee and stuff. Like their act is good. That the impulsive crew has a good act. It's interesting, it draws heat. And it makes the baby faces. I mean, Kevin Owens cheated and got cheered. You know what I mean? Like Kevin Owens put on the knucks and acts and cheated in front of everybody. And the crowd went ballistic because like finally someone knocked this dude out. And they didn't even care that the good guy cheated. They were just so happy that someone punched Logan in the mouth. And that means they're doing a good job. That means they had yeah. a good match. Logan did his job. Kevin did his job. And then when the dusty finish happened and they're like, wait a second, you cheated. It, it got a reaction out of the fans. You know what yeah. I mean? Like people, so- it was funny. Like you said, I agree. It was funny because the ref didn't see any of the other nonsense that happened. He just saw quickly, but, but whatever, not the point. So it was funny, but also it, it, it meant something. People cared. And so that's why I think, again, based on all the matches we saw, four matches, people cared the most about the Women's Rumble. And then the second most they cared all night was Kevin Owens punching Logan Paul with those knuckles. That was the second biggest reaction the fans had. Bigger than any of the anything that happened in the, uh, um, the Fatal 4-Way. And bigger than pretty much everything with the exception of, you know, like Punk and Cody at the end of that match. Punk and Cody at the end of the Royal Rumble people were into that. So, you know, that's probably bigger than that alone was probably bigger than the U S title match, but yeah, people were into it. And that, and I thought they both did a great job. I thought I would rewatch that match. I wouldn't rewatch the men's rumble this year. I would rewatch the U S title match though. I think that's a good place to put this to rest. That'll complete our Royal rumble reaction. And now 69 days from today will be WrestleMania. Likely 70 days from today, we we react to how this all began. And all I hope, Ryan, is that this is a cool road to WrestleMania because I'm not in the mood for a boring one. Yeah, I agree. I think And the 2024 Royal Rumble started this road to WrestleMania in a meh type of way, for the exception of that last spot. So I hope it only goes up from here. I I think it will. I think... Some of it because they're good at their job and some of it because there's a lot of moving parts right now. There's just a lot. When you really sit and think about it, there's just a lot that we don't know. Like we know the main event. We like to think we do and and people make make stuff up that we fall for. I'll Mm -hmm. pretend I know everything when I do the predictions and I'll get about like 
60% right, which is, I think, like my average is I get about 60. So a little mm-hmm. better than half is what I get right. We it don't really good. know. We don't really know what's happening with the with WrestleMania this year. So the road to WrestleMania is going to be interesting. Yes. Maybe not everyone's favorite. You know what I mean? It could feature a lot of boring day as an example. <sighs> but I think there's enough moving parts and there's enough kind of uncertainty in the air that they could have some really cool moments and even make a couple of really big stars, which would be ideal because like I said, their stars are in short supply after the last week. Exactly. Well, we will see where this all unfolds, Mr. Page. And with that, I'll see you at the end of the week for another tweet cap. And I hope wrestling, I hope they don't drop the ball. I hope so too. We'll keep the faith. As long as Ryan believes that it'll be okay, (laughs) it's going to be okay. All right. See you at the end of the week. See you, Matt. This is a very productive conversation. Great work for Mr. Page. Awesome, awesome stuff. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show across all social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. X and Twitter at ProcavaPod. Or on TikTok at Productive Conversations and Facebook at Productive Conversations. And thank you to Magic Mind for sponsoring this podcast. We are back at it tomorrow and we are going to discuss the Conference Championship Sunday in the NFL playoffs. It took place on Sunday. We had the Chiefs knocking out the Baltimore Ravens. The Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl representing the AFC. We had the 49ers make an insane 17-point comeback against the Detroit Lions, knocking them out, and they will represent the NFC. Super Bowl 58 will be the Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers. How about that? A rematch from four years ago. And though it is fair to say that we got two of the best teams on paper, well, at least in the NFC, but yet the Chiefs are the Chiefs. And they are essentially there by default because they're so damn good. And I will say I predicted it right. All my predictions were perfect from the previous show. And now we will look back and discuss the game as a whole. We will wait till next week to actually preview the Super Bowl, but we will recap the conference championship weekend, AFC and NFC championships. So we will have that for you tomorrow, and that will complete the month of January. And then we're on to February, which includes the Super Bowl, some more Oscar coverage, get back into the NBA, more tweet caps, and all of that fun stuff. So we will see you tomorrow with a recap of the NFC and AFC championships. We will also be back on Friday with a brand new tweet cap. And we will continue to grow this amazing brand and continue to give the greatest fans and listeners in the world, the productive nation, the best content possible. So we will have that for you. I want to thank Ryan Page for coming on the show today. I want to thank Doloren for what he does behind the scenes. And I want to thank you, the greatest fans and listeners in the world, for supporting us no matter what. My name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. I'll be seeing you tomorrow with a brand new Productive Conversation discussing the AFC and NFC championships. Don't forget to check in on your friends and family and see you tomorrow. Peace!